Welcome to the Shiz Show with your hosts, Vader from Wish and NWO Machine and NWO Cat. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Welcome to the Shiz Show. It's NWO Machine. Today, I'm solo because uh, Vader decided he wanted to do something different for a change. Uh, go on a cruise, like a guy like that going on a cruise. Whatever, we wish him luck. He's supposed to be sending pictures back and forth. We'll see what happens if, uh, if he's faithful to that. Uh, he said he didn't want to record any shows while he was on his holiday, whatever that meant. Being a lazy slug, I guess. I can say that because he's bigger than me and he's not here. But uh, here's a guy who's uh, very big in stature. Uh, I've known this guy for approximately, oh, 20-something years by now. And it is the rebel, Bobby Collins himself. Um, I hope you like your uh, your intro music off the top of the show there. A little bit of Dukes of Hazard for you. Oh, yeah, that's a, one of the best shows going, to, going today. Oh, no, it's that's over, isn't it? Well, it's still the best show going today. <laughs> it might be over for the real world, but where you're living, I mean, you probably still got reruns going every day. Oh, yeah, 24-7. 24-7. So let's talk about uh, the Rebel character. And this is, uh, you were telling me a long time ago, this is actually, your family history goes all the way back to the South. Oh, sure, yeah. Way, way, way back. At the, that's where we came from, was down South. My grandfather moved up here because of land of opportunity. I don't know about that, but that's what it was back then. <laughs> did he get any land and uh, an opportunity while he was here? He did. He did. Yeah, he did get some uh, land when he came up here, like pen- pennies on the dollar type thing. And then he moved on to Saskatchewan areas and parts of Manitoba and retired in Saskatchewan again. So you're you're let's I mean let, let's just uh, call it what it is. You're, you're you got the Confederate flag all over you. That's been your character. Just so you've been at wrestling for well over twenty years now, obviously. But so, how do you think that character has uh, has come around, or has it taken a back seat? Has it become more popular? Um, how is it being treated nowadays in this uh, so-called woke society? Well, there's uh, people that uh, they don't like the flag, they don't like the, the symbol of it. Um, some people hate. I don't believe it's hate. Um, there's some people that will still like it. You go to certain areas and sell my merchandise like crazy. You go to other areas and don't sell a thing. So it's a back and forth uh, uh, symbol, I guess. Like, have you ever run into any problems like after the show with that? No, no, I haven't. Just, just me being my character. I've run into trouble, but never just because of the, yeah, Confederate flag. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like your character running into, it. and that's the whole thing of it. Like I think people in today have started taking wrestling, uh, especially characters like yourself, a little too seriously. That I mean, you're obviously you're an ultimate heel. Um, I know Vader and I have uh, talked about this before. That we have the like uh, a Gunther, like the the Germans will always be heels, no matter what, right? And now you got a guy like like yourself as this rebel, uh, and you're always a heel. Or, or have you had a good face turn in a little while? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. 
Uh, they turned me. Uh, I was phased for a while when I turned on the Canon Corporation. Um, they turned me back to heel again as I teach my son some manners and respect to the, the elders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows what's going to be next? Well, uh, let's let's talk about a little bit about your son. Uh, Brendan is his kid, and we've had uh, Brendan on. Uh, Brendan is, and Vader and I have mentioned this just to give you a background, and you heard it on our on our show. Brendan is a champion bodybuilder too. That's correct. He won Mister Manitoba twice, and he won Mister Canada, I believe, it was just in March of twenty twenty two. So now, when did the obviously a, a guy the size of Brendan, who's it was six two six three. And I, the last time he and I were chatting in the in the back, he said he's close to the 300-pound mark now, or he wants to get pretty darn close to it. So, uh, I mean, how does that play out when you're training <laughs> you're training a guy that big and he's green? Like uh, in the wrestling? Yeah. Um, I, I, there is trouble because he, he's too big to maneuver around. So I get other guys to give me a hand. Uh, Brian Jewell, me. And uh, he, he gives Brendan lots of pointers. Uh, there's other guys that give him pointers. So it's, it's good that there's other big guys around that can... Guys that I respect and uh, say, yeah, okay, listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Now, for you, did Brendan... Did he come to you and say, hey, yo, Pops, uh, time for me to get in the business? Or did you kind of say, listen, you got a great look, kid. Let's get you in there. Well, actually, when he was a little kid, he, uh, he was jumping off the ropes and doing stuff. Uh, I remember having him in the ring one time, but off the second rope, giving me splashes into the middle of the ring. Uh, he wanted to go to the top rope, but wouldn't let him because nobody there to protect him. Yeah. Um, the promoter at the time, Ernie Todd, came in and and stated to got mad and said, "Get the damn damn kids out of the ring!" Blah blah blah. This ain't no playground. Point. I said, "He's better trained than anybody he's ever trained." So. Oh, yeah, yeah, and causing heat wherever you go. <laughs> but no, he, she went to him and said, you know, I need a tag team partner for a bit. And we came in and did that. And I decided I wanted to slap him around a little bit myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we joked on our, uh, one of the episodes yeah, when you were, uh, you were facing off against him, I guess it was maybe about a month ago or uh, three, four weeks ago for sure now, that when he had you up, he's so tall. They actually had a wrestling belt above the ring. You could have just swiped the damn belt. Yeah, I could have been the lightweight champion right then and there. I could have hooked it with my feet, brought it down, yeah. done deal. <laughs> He's a tall kid. He's a tall Poor Chad Daniels wouldn't have had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not a chance. So let's. Uh, so there's a little bit of background on uh, – on the rebel here, and obviously he's laughing and joking, so he's he's slightly staying out of character, which is good for us because he can get pretty nasty and pretty crafty. So you and I had a chat, uh, and people don't realize we we do chat and we do text each other here and there. Where we we become pretty good friends over the years. You were listening to our podcast, and I came up with the question on wrestlers who would make it in today's world from the past, and and the question sort of went, and I got a, we got a lot of good feedback, and a lot of people. We're chirping back at us about it. And the question is not someone who's stepping in established already. So some people got mixed up where they thought, well, look at Stone Cold. He comes back and he gets a big pop. But that's not the case. And you understood the question perfectly. 
was who could make it in today's wrestling world with their gimmick coming up now. And who was your answer? Nick Bockwinkle. Nick Bockwinkle uh, was a great technical wrestler. Uh, the story was, if you asked him the time, he'd tell you how to build a wall. Watch. <laughs> so now you think he would still make it in today's world? I mean, even his promos, like the guy could cut a promo. Oh, yeah, he, he, he could do a promo and a drop of a hat. Um, he'd do a match. He did hour-long matches. So how hard would it be for him to break it down to 15, 20 minutes? So do you think that Bockwinkle, like with today's wrestling, there's and even our in the local shows that you take part in here, there's a lot of high spots. Like, Do you think that a Bockwinkle could sort of, you know, get away with not doing so many high spots? Because, I mean, back in the day, you weren't even allowed on the top rope back in the day. So do you think he could still do that? Well, I, I think given the opportunity, he could probably do the top rope high spots uh, back in his day. He was in great shape, obviously. Uh, did amateur wrestling as well. So I believe he could do either either or. Yeah. And he wasn't a big, like, he wasn't a big monster like a Kevin Nash-sized guy. He still had some good size. So, yeah, I, I think he could have, he, he definitely could have, for sure, survived in today's world. Yeah, like, in legitimate wrestling, he'd still tie up uh, those guys in knots. So do you have another one who, who would make it in today's, you know, that let's say you went back to Bockwinkle, let's go, let's let's run into the 80s. I said Savage, Vader said Scott Hall. Who, who would you go with in that sort of era? You know, I'd probably, I'd, I'd probably say both of them still. Uh, like Bader said, uh, Scott Hall, a huge guy in the AWA. Uh, he was supposed to be an alligator wrestler. He was dubbed as an alligator wrestler. And Macho Man, yeah. he was ahead of his time. Way ahead. Like, there's a guy who did high spots before high spots. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he way ahead of his time. Just like the British Bulldogs, ahead of their time. So, anyone – oh, there's another good one. See, I know I was going to say tag teams back in the day. I think that's part of what's missing in today's world, too. There's no legit tag teams that seem to stick together. They're always just shoved together. But I, I think an LOD could survive in today's world, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they could, too, yeah. Um, even Demolition. Yeah. Demolition, they had the look. They, they, they had the charisma. And also two great guys. I, I think they would have, yeah. Yeah. So now, let's go on the opposite side of the coin. We've talked about who would make it. Uh, and and this, again, it goes to, it, it could be anybody. Like I said, the question is, anybody in the wrestling world, the person that I said wouldn't make it in today's wrestling would be my mine would be bobby heen and I, I think he would get canceled midway through the show you have a face for a dark room do you have a face that should be permanently covered do people throw up and dry heave when they see you well have we got a guy for you this is the dallas cowboy machine the pittsburgh Steeler machine and when we need our masks who do we go to you see mark's wrestling masks science makes and sells for wrestling masks for wrestlers, collectors, or just for fun. You can check them out on Facebook at Mark's Wrestling Masks. That's Mark with a C, apostrophe S. I don't know about that one. I, he, 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 could, he was a believable jerk, you know. Uh, well, I'm not talking wrestling. I'm talking commentating. You know what? I don't know. I, I'm not sure about uh, about that. But everybody's allowed an opinion, right? Uh, I think I think he still would have. I think he still would have made it. Um, 
commentating. Uh, I don't know. Some of the guys now are actually pretty boring. I, I agree. Yeah. And, and that's what I say about the whole thing. And, and I don't know about you, my opinion, and everyone likes Pat McAfee, but I think Pat McAfee is opposite. Like Pat McAfee, when it was Jesse Ventura, Bobby Heenan, even, uh, you know, Gorilla and those guys, they made the wrestlers look good, where Pat McAfee likes the attention on himself, which I think is wrong. He doesn't bring it to the wrestlers. Pat who? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I possibly uh, Roddy Piper might not have, like, I don't think he really wanted to do commentary. Yeah. So he's one, yeah, he's one that uh, now possibly would not. I think it's because he did not want to do it. Same with Macho Man. He didn't want to do that. No. And for wrestling, uh, we never really got into wrestlers who you didn't think would make it in today. Uh, I, I think Kamala would be a, a definite no-no in today's world. They would be complaining about him for sure. No, oh, for sure they would. Making him look, putting dressing him up the way he was. Yeah, it would be immorally wrong. Which again, like it's interesting... Society, right? Uh, what's that? It wouldn't be right in today's today's society, you know. So, which I don't, I don't know. It was characters been then. Now it's your personal life, pretty much, right out there. Yeah, and that's what I don't like about this this new style of wrestling is. And we've talked about uh, like with Vader, we talked about Roman Reigns and things that he does outside of the ring. But I don't really care about that when I'm watching him. Like when he's a again, when baby faces are baby faces, fine, put them out there do their their appearances but I still I still like the theory if you're a heel you're not doing appearances publicly yeah yeah I, I agree I mean I still go out there and I sell my merchandise but that's where the, us local guys we make our money right yeah so let's talk about uh, in your career you've probably worked so many different I mean, obviously different matches and different guys coming in out and, and out of the business. Who have you worked with, you know, name brand, that uh, maybe you thought wasn't the nicest person in the world and turned out completely different? Anybody? Uh, who, who I thought wasn't the nicest but was the nicest? Yeah, like let's say you're, you know, you meet, like I'll give you an example that uh, for me, uh, Eric Bischoff came in. And people, uh, when I worked in uh, TV, nobody could handle him at the station. They were like, this guy is a complete jerk. Um, he's got this attitude, even when you called him and blah, blah, blah. And they said, well, they knew I worked, you know, some wrestling. And they said, well, why don't you interview him? And I was like, all right. And I just treated him, as soon as he walked in, I treated him like Mr. Bischoff. And you know what? He just wanted to play a character. And no one understood that. And he actually was a fantastic guy. And everyone couldn't believe it. They were like, he was such a dick to us. I go, yeah, because you treated him just like Eric Bischoff, but you didn't treat him as Eric Bischoff, WCW Eric Bischoff. But So there's my example of a guy who everybody thought was a complete jerk, and he, he was a sweetheart of a guy to interview and chat with. Uh, so let's say for you, guys in the back that you meet, who, who might that have been? Well, I, I know a lot of guys had some issues with the Hong Kong man when he came in. Uh, I never, I've never had an issue with him. I still talk to him now. Oh yeah, um, like not not everyday type chatting, but I, I talked to him on the computer and stuff like that. Uh, he was one guy. A lot of guys didn't. He had his opinions, and he stuck to his opinions and said what he believed, and 
that was it. I just, you know, like I said, everybody's allowed their own opinion. And that's it. Like, I got along great with him. Yeah, I'm I'm with you too. Like, uh, we, we had a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, when he was in town a couple times, the other promoter that had him, uh, he would message me and say, uh, Honky's asking for you. Uh, so I would go out to Brandon a couple times, uh, Brandon, Manitoba. They had shows out there, and and I sort of managed Honky out to the ring and introduced him and, and had some fun. But, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I think some of these guys that if you – got to give respect to get respect in, in, in the business. And when you've been, you know, like an Intercontinental Champion for that long, maybe guys treat them a little bit differently, and they shouldn't. But I, I think he deserves props everywhere he goes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like the man. Yeah. Now, on the opposite side of the coin, <laughs> was there someone that you worked with that you went, you know what? This guy's a real dick. Yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts. Come on. I can answer that. Boom, just like that. Yeah. Okay, so give me, give me, give me some of the backstory on that. I just, he tells a story. He tells his story. But he doesn't follow his story. Okay, so explain that. Well, you know, he says, you know, that he's uh, kicked drugs and, and all this stuff. He does the spiel on that. You know, I think it's good that he does that to the ki for kids around, just for the fact that, oh, maybe they'll stop doing the drugs. Maybe they won't do the drugs, stuff like that. But I consider weed still a drug. Yeah. Whether it's legalized or not legalized, and if you're using it, or you're using the oils from it, still on it. Yeah. I I used to drink, you know, and I I quit drinking. I I've never done drugs. I've never smoked, and I can say I'm clean. Which is interesting. I, I had. Uh, I know you you said you were drinking. I don't ever remember you ever drinking anyway. Like how long has it been now? It's been. A, close to 30 years 30 years yeah so yeah me for smoking people don't realize i used to smoke upwards of almost two packs a day and that's yeah 20 years for me too but uh it's a tough habit to kick man both the drinking and the smoke you know for me when i was when i was drinking my friend called me a useless alcoholic said i couldn't quit if my life depended on it. i pushed the drink away and said some words to him and never touched them <laughs> you, know, you and i both have similar stories and attitudes like uh you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's that uh, that height range that we're in. We're not the tallest guys in the room, but uh, don't fuck around with us, man. Because if I say I'm going to, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had uh, when I worked in television. My camera guy said to me, "You couldn't make it through the weekend," and here we are, twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, prove them wrong, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I saved money and bought a new vehicle too. Damn it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. 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 I spent at the Transconia in Bowlingles there. I can own the bloody blade. <laughs> you know what? Back in the day, yeah, he, he's he's not lying. Bullwinkles was the name of the bar, and that was the place to be, man. Yeah. And my, me and my buddy, we had our two seats. Nobody sat in them. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, they're already earmarked for Bert and Ernie when they get in. So now we like we do have a bit of a mental health twist to the show. So let's just talk about like here. This is a great example. Yeah, you're mental already. Right. I know he's giving me a look. I'm on a video call with him as we're recording this, and 
yeah, you can't get two uglier people in a, in the same phone at the same time, but we did tonight. Um, what what do you tell someone who wants to sort of give up the drinking? Like, uh, you got any tips for people that, and I mean, because it is a struggle. Like, today's struggle is trying to kick habits, and, and I think COVID really messed up a lot of people who are trying to kick habits. You got any, like, tips that maybe work for you? Yeah, you know what? I, I'm just so determined. And I said that was it. That was it. Um, you got to do that. You got to find things to do to avoid wanting to have that drink. Um, you want to quit smoking. You got to find yourself useful. You're doing something with your hands, moving around so that you don't want to have that smoke, I'm assuming. Yeah, like for, for me, I, like for stopping smoking, I, hey? You just got to fill your life with something else. Well, if I wasn't so ugly, I would. <laughs> yeah, you're probably having a hard time with that. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You're right. You're absolutely correct on finding something else to do. So when I stopped smoking, long story short, I was on a morning show, and we were up at 4 in the morning to get to work to get this show rolling by 7. And you don't realize that if you're driving, you actually lit a smoke, or I did, at a certain point in time in the drive. And then you realize, well, wait a minute. I knew I had five-minute walk into work. I'd light a smoke as soon as I parked and walked into work. So I had to change habits at that time, too. And I'm assuming on a Friday night, you're always used to going to the bar or whatever for that drink. you got to change that habit and say, okay, well, I'm instead of being always at a certain time, you go later or earlier, and maybe it doesn't hit you as hard. Yeah, well, yeah, we used to go in the afternoon, and then, We'd go eat, and then we'd go back in the in the evening, close the place up, get up, get up for five o'clock, go to work, thinking all day. Well, you're not doing that again. Come, you get back to the warehouse and right back again. Yeah, yeah. It became a routine. You just had to break that routine. So okay, you know what? Here's a story. Now this is good. This is why I love doing this show because we just go on all these tangents. There's nothing planned, and we come up with it as we go along. So tell me a road story that involves alcohol where you're going, like something kind of clean, that you're going, oh, man, I am never doing that again. No, for me, I I, uh, I think I was pretty much done the drinking when I was starting getting into the wrestling there. Probably a little bit here, but I remember, I'm not going to say the wrestler's name because no, no, no. a friend of mine, I'm not going to say his name. So we were on a trip to Nipawan. We're coming back, and he decided he was going to drive. It didn't matter how many twisted tees he had; he had to drive. Uh, myself and another wrestler, we thought, "Yeah, we're going to die coming home from Nepal." <laughs> and you know what? Why do we do that? We're all the same. Like I think we've been in the same boat where we know someone shouldn't have been driving, and for some reason, we all still get in that car. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you're not uh, you're not thinking about the consequences, I guess. You're just hoping you make it. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that's what it is. Like, subconsciously, we, we think we're invincible, and then we get a little older, and we realize we're not. I'm not? Well, you're, you're, you're not. I am. <laughs> Everybody says I'm not aging, so what the heck? Really? I guess. <laughs> you got a lot of lying friends. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to be nice to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
So listen, if uh, if people want uh, during this podcast when it goes up, I have no problem if there's a website or or a Facebook page to find some of your merch. Um, where can we find it, or is it something that's only on your at your shows? It's pretty much something I have at my shows. If they're interested in something, they can contact me through Facebook and uh, ask me what I got, and I'll gladly show them the, the items I have. Yeah. Okay. What I'll do is, uh, what are some of your best sellers? Tell me, what are some best sellers? Uh, well, the last time the steering wheel covers that I had are uh, pretty hot seller, and some of my te- some of my shirts. Um, I got a few new things. Like I got bed sheets. I got uh, bath mats. I got uh, stuffies now too. So, yeah. You got stuffies? I do. Come on. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to send me a picture of that, and I'm gonna tweet that out for sure. Okay. Yeah. I will. I will. Little rebel stuffies. Yeah, I got three sizes. I got a keychain style, a medium one, and a bigger one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I definitely want a Rebel keychain for my Harley. Yeah, with, with the pink, with the pink clip. Yeah, I'm in. I want. My <laughs> I, I definitely want that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, put it with, I'll put it with the rest of your stuff. Yeah, put it with the rest of the stuff that I said I'm buying. Definitely 100. <laughs> percent So, listen. Before we go, we're we're almost out of time here. Uh, give me a little load on what's coming up for for the Rebel. Uh, on Thursday, we head to Rosa River. It's, I believe, I'm not sure if it's a private function or, or not, but we're at the school. Uh, the CWE wrestlers will be reading to some of the kids at the at the school there. And then we have a show that we're putting on. I think it's an hour, hour and a half show uh, right, at, right on the reserve there at Rosa River. And then on the 20, 25th, we're in, um, oh, geez. Man, I can't remember the town. It's close to Steinbeck. They're... Oh, well, they can't read out there. I know, but <laughs> no, they can't. They, they only read one book. And, uh, <laughs> it ain't the book I read. It's a pop-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Mar- but March 31st, mark this one on your calendars. It's me versus the kid. No rules, no count-outs, anything goes. I'm going to show them what I'm all about. You have heard it here. The rebel Bobby Collins is going to take out his son and not to McDonald's to play in the ball pit. This is going to be an actual event. Is this next? Now, is this going to be another retirement side? No. No, no retirement. Just no rules. Anything goes. Anything goes. Maybe I'll have masked men around the ring. I don't know what's going to happen. I've always got a plan. I know. I know. We talked to you last time, and uh, and I and I asked uh, your kid, and, and he figured he had you figured out, and then I talked to you, and, and of course, I know you might not wear sleeves, but you always stuff those tricks somewhere, buddy. Well, somehow they get up. <laughs> Just because I don't got there's nowhere else to stick them, so. <laughs> Rebel Bobby Collins, hey, thanks for uh, stopping in and having some fun and uh, breaking a little character and uh, giving us your insight in the business, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on. We'll talk to you again, pal. Okay, take care, buddy. All right, that was Rebel Bobby Collins. This is, uh, well, it's welcome to the Shiz Show. We are just shooting the Shiz here today. If you're looking to follow us on Twitter, you can get Vader from Wish. That's at Vader from Wish. And I am NWO underscore machine. And uh, that's to follow us. And, and you know what? Even if you want to unfollow us, find us in the same places. Until next time, 
we'll catch you later.